Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. What's so interesting to me is what's changed, an element that's been entirely new, writing. It's all now about content and being able to write, being able to do a good blog, being able to write a good post. So I think that if you're a good writer, think about radio, because honestly, the creation of content uh, is what it's all about. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. When it comes to winning radio today, very few define local more than Jim O'Hara. He's currently the Senior Vice President Programming of iHeart's Cluster in Iowa's notable Quad Cities Market, and he also serves as the award-winning PD and midday host for country legend WLLR. That's just scratching the surface. After five years programming the market's original top 40 in AOR combo, KSTT and 97X, he moved to Crosstown WOCAM and kicked 1045, where he served in numerous capacities for various owners, including being a general manager. Prior to iHeart's taking over and creating the seven-station Quad Cities radio group where he's at now, he's been named Billboard PD of the Year, one of Radio Inc.'s best 100 programmers, and his WLLR was named Station of the Year of the Country Music Association. In his spare time, he also does voiceover work, and you're about to learn why. Rain with On Demand is proud to bring you one of the best and brightest, Jim O'Hara. David, what a wonderful introduction. Holy smokes, can I uh, use that in my demo tape? I think oh, that would yeah. be perfect. You're a wonderful guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Jim... You're clearly a veteran of the radio wars, and lots of us, including me, have learned an awful lot from you. So when did you first know that radio was something you might do for your entire career? Well, I'm a Wisconsin kid, and uh, you know, when I was about 15 years old, I just decided I was going to be the voice of the Green Bay Packers. And that never worked out, hmm. although I, I know the voice of the Green Bay Packers, so I guess that's as close as I'm going to get. Okay. But uh, I, you know, growing up in as a teenager, I heard all the Chicago stations, and they influenced me strongly. The you know, WLS, WGN, MAQ, IND, BBM, all the big AM stations, you know, that blasted through the Midwest and gave me the uh, the interest in the whole thing. And although I didn't uh, eventually pursue sports broadcasting, I kind of fell into radio programming, and it's worked out really well. Well, Jim, you're a prime example of somebody who's really married to a market. And amazingly, you've been at the same market, same facilities, really, for a lot of years in a variety of positions, and you're still winning. Any tips for those who might want to follow your path and deal with one that is constant instead of changing all the time? Man, that is so true, but I guess it's your personality, too. You know, some people like the excitement of, of moving every couple of years or, or uh, advancing themselves that way, but I've, I've found an awful lot be challenged with here in the Quad Cities over the years. As you mentioned, the changes in ownership, that's always something that, uh, you know, changes the the way the game is played and uh, different people, different competitive situations. So it's always been interesting, but I've been here 41 years in the Quad Cities, actually two different clusters, but they've had different ownership changes. But I just think that the the one thing that anybody who goes through those ownership changes in, in markets, I guess, regardless of size, I think, is just believe that it's going to be better. In my situation, it gets better with new owners. It's it's kind of worked that way every time. I don't know if I'm just born lucky or what, but uh, I believed it would be better with the new owners, and 
things have turned out to be better in, in every case. Well, it's been said that luck is merely the intersection where opportunity and preparation collide. So with that, no surprise that you have been lucky, my friend. I I am really, really lucky, but I, I think it is more of a luck thing. I, I'm pretty intense about what I do. I try to pay attention. You know, I try to be persistent. So even if it's uh, if I don't have all the talent, I, I try to make up for it with effort. So as SVP programming for one of the biggest clusters in the entire state, what are some of the common things that you see winning stations doing regardless of format, market ownership, any of that stuff? Well, of course, play the hits. So, you know, whether you're a music station or a talk station or whatever the format may be, you know, make sure that the most popular songs, subjects are, are on the radio frequently. But I really think what makes the difference and what I've seen in our market and throughout, I don't know if it's a big Midwest thing or what, but you really have to be part of the market and part of the people of the market. And that means getting out and doing promotions that are in and amongst the people. That means getting to know people in the market. They call you every year and say, hey, our big event is going on. Will you emcee this? And, you know, we'd be part of this uh, this thing that we have going on. And it's not just fundraisers. It's getting to know the people. You know, it's not uncommon for our radio personalities to get invited over to people's barbecue. You know, I mean, they just heard you on the radio and they wanted to invite you over. I mean, being part, a real part of the market. Uh, and of course, you know, there's only so many hours in a day, but I think we do a good job with that. And I think we have with uh, all the stations that I've been affiliated with here over the years. Well, Jim, you're certainly someone with a reputation for being one of the top programmers in the country. And for somebody with responsibility for a radio brand or brands, what do you see as the most important part of the job today? You know, it's interesting, David, because when I started in radio, obviously it was, you know, to sound good on the radio, to have something interesting to say, to execute the format well, and that kind of got you in the door. And I think that those things are all still good. But what's so interesting to me is what's changed, an element that's been entirely new, writing. I mean, you know, 15, 20 years ago, back when I got in the radio, uh, hundreds of years ago, I mean, that was just not something that was really considered important. You know, it was how you spoke. It, it was uh, your inflections. It was, you know, how well you could tell a joke, whatever it might be. But it's all now about content, obviously. And being able to write is just a skill that uh, very often, I, you know, I'm talking with the staff and just saying, you know, none of us were taught this skill when we got into this. This, this is not something, you know, being able to do a good blog, being able to write a good post was not something that was inherent in the business when most of us started. So I think that if you're a good writer, I mean, think about radio, because honestly, the creation of content uh, is what it's all about. I still think it gets back to basics, though. You know, I said I was a Green Bay Packer fan. So, I mean, I'm a Vince Lombardi guy. You got to block and tackle. You have to be able to speak clearly. You know, people have to be able to understand you. You have to be able to read. And I see a lot of people that come into the business that don't have that ability. And I mean, charm and personality aside, uh, and obviously everybody's a little unique, you still have to be understandable. You still have to be able to read and get the job done in those ways. So those are the basics that I think are still relevant. A good point. And Jim, what about uh, programming today? I mean, you've seen programming in, in terms of a job of the PD change dramatically over the years. What needs to happen today? What What do programmers need to focus on today? I guess I, I'm in a situation here, and I know a lot of people are around the country, where they have to look at everything for the good of the cluster. It's not all about one radio station anymore. That's another thing that's changed since the early days. You know, uh, how can the cluster be leveraged properly, one station with the other, 
to make it a total success because that's really what everybody's after uh, from a radio success standpoint. So making sure that all of your radio stations are in the right lanes, making sure that uh, you may have overlap. I mean, we have seven, seven, of, uh, seven radio stations here in the Quad City, so there is overlap, but we try to minimize that. And we try to, when I say, you know, help one radio station with the other, cross promos. Again, something I thought, if you'd asked me that 10 years ago, I'd have said, you know, cross promos on radio stations have no place, but in a world with declining advertising budgets where you can't always go out and buy, you know, billboards for the market, use the cum of the radio stations that you have. And we happen to have some that have incredible cum. So, yeah, we do advertise uh, each station on the other stations. Great idea. So looking to the future, what skills or traits do you think a person should be working on now to remain relevant tomorrow? The point I made about writing, I think, is really something. Uh, obviously, uh, if you're getting into the business as an on-air talent, you're going to have people that have influenced you, that have uh, helped create the kind of personality that you've become, you in your own way. But I think being able to write, being able to create this content, being able to use your life experiences every day to put it back out on the radio and have it uh, resonate with the listening audience and use that content both on the air and online, because that's where we're living more and more these days. Mm -hmm. Also, just from an internal program director standpoint, do you see more of a need for business writing as well as copywriting? Obviously, being able to put your thoughts together to present to someone else, whether it's sales, whether it's the general manager, or whether it's your air staff, that's pretty important to be able to do. I just think that, you know, think basic you know what, what can you say in those first two or three sentences that gets your point across clearly and quickly and uh, you're right business writing is a big part of someone's success once they get into this business being able to write to peers and to co-workers we are with the very talented jim o'hara hey are there any topics or guests you'd like us to cover just email us show at brandwithondemand.com and a reminder, we've got over 60 previous episodes featuring some of radio's best hosts, PDs, and media thought leaders. Folks like ZPL's Dave Smiley from Indy, K104 Dallas programming guru, Geo Cook, the always forward-thinking Fred Jacobs, and more at brandwithondemand.com. Coming up, iHeartRadio Quad Cities Senior Vice President Programming Jim O'Hara shares insights on things he knows now he really wishes he'd known way back then. Exploring media evolution in real time. Brandwith On Demand. What is it that makes Music Master the favorite choice of radio programmers all around the world? Ask CKRM's Colin Lovequist. Music Master has just eased the workload and the stress, giving me more time to spend with the community. The real question is why will you choose Music Master? Find out at musicmaster.com. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brand with On Demand. Jim, you're a hero to air talent and brand managers alike. Your alums are in major markets and big programming jobs all over the country. If you could tell yourself one thing that you know now that you really wish you'd known back then, what would it be? I think I have been really blessed in this business where everything kind of came to me in the speed I could be able to handle it. In other words, you know, as you learn and you grow, I guess I wasn't fed too much too early and I was able to comprehend things as they happened to me. So I guess what I'm saying is, you know, I, I was able to pick up what I needed to know as I went. Mm -hmm. But I think that the, the, that the thing you just need to ask yourself, and I guess 
this is what anybody in any business has to do. You know, try to find out what at the end of the day is really going to make you happy. For some people, it really is living in Chicago or, for, you know, it really is living in New York City. You know, you have to live there. You have to deal with the traffic of where you're going. You have to live your life in that community. So when it gets to, you know, trying to, to figure out where you want to go, figure out what you want out of your life and your family. And, and obviously, that's a big part of it. So I, I think early on, I wasn't sure what I wanted there. I wasn't sure what kind of a career that I wanted. And I did have a lot of people around me going to big markets. And I applied for big market jobs. And I, I guess the more I thought about it, and as time has gone on, it really makes you look around. And as you kind of get older and look at everything in a different perspective, I found a place where everything is really at the perfect pace for me. And that's that's what everybody needs to do. You know, where are you going to be happy? Maybe for you, it's Mayberry. And maybe for you, it's New York City. And there's a lot of places in between. The quality of life here in the Quad Cities is, except for the humidity in August, it's just about perfect. Traffic is not an issue. Uh, quality of life and education, uh, even just resources, water, air, all that stuff. It's a, it's a very good place to live. And we've been able to bring up two boys and we're doing great as adults, and uh, yeah, that, I, I'm blessed. But looking back, if I could talk to Jim O'Hara when he was 17, when he started out in this business, you know, just try and figure out, and I kind of did, you know, where you're really going to be happy, because that's really the thing I think a lot of people don't know. I, I, I see some people applying for jobs every minute and a half, and it's it's like, are you even settling down and doing the one that you're supposed to be doing now, or are you in a continual climb mode? So you know, finding where you're going to be happy and then aiming for that. Yeah, realizing that the grass is not always greener on the other side of the tower. Well, that's right. And, and you know, sometimes it is, though. You know, sometimes that is a great opportunity. So I'm not saying, hey, everybody, you know, go live in your respective quad cities and just be happy and don't try and go in any larger of a market. I, that's not at all what I'm saying. I just think you need to find out where you will be happy. For some people, you know, the pace of a large city is really important to them, you know, and I'd certainly not putting that down. And I, I personally think, though, ha- having listened a lot to radio, I don't think all of the great radio is always in the largest markets. Um, here, I here. hear, I hear yeah, an yeah. awful lot of good radio in media markets. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn right. We want to thank the great Jam O'Hara, truly one of radio's best and brightest for being on the show. Some cool stuff from Jim's Cluster, plus show notes at brandwithondemand.com. Next time, we move to the West Coast for one of the most in-demand voiceover talents, narrators, and once in a while, he still does a radio show, too. Jeff Davis. That's a rap kipper. Hey, how can you set yourself apart, get noticed, never have to ask for a raise and always get one? Well, we'll talk about it in the one-minute Martinizing. You'll find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. Any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brandwith On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwith On Demand.